Hey, this is Jack from Brook Royal, and you are listening to the Blues Hockey Podcast. Let's go, Blues! Chris, yo, and hi, I'm Ashley. How are you guys? Hey, <laughs> you notice that like the energy level of our show during dwindling coincides with how good or bad this team does. Yeah, and it's also like, like right now how we're all slumping in our chairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, I mean everything hurts. I have external my factors body for hurts. me because I literally have no no yeah. energy. Period. But I think if you really, really, if you want to listen to this week's podcast, just listen to last week's podcast. Yeah. Because it's the same we have a couple. Crap. We have actually news this week, so we can actually yeah. have news that's actually pretty decent. So unlike the team, which oh, is not, yeah. not pretty decent. Bomber uh, City USA, and we're gonna do uh, our Blues Hall of Shame. Yep, we'll officially induct. Yeah, so we had our nominees last week, and we'll go over those. I'll go over the Ashley again, unless you saw those. Did you see them by chance? Yeah, I saw. Them. Oh, good. Okay, so we'll go over everything after the next break. So one and one since the last time we did it so one great game and then another stinker so part of me was so we'll go through our game you know we since we deviated last week we'll we'll stick to the uh formula this week so what this game i saw a lot of people saying pittsburgh just played it completely awful so they They didn't look good they blamed it more on pittsburgh being awful than the blues actually playing well I think it was a mix of both. The Blues actually did play pretty decent, but yes. Pittsburgh didn't look the best either. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh looked like absolute hot garbage, and then the Blues looked like they were trying a little. Like they're I'll like, agree oh, with well, that. oh well, since they're like slacking this game, I guess we'll you know pick up the pace right now, and then. I kind know. of got the feeling that Pittsburgh was looking past this game. Yeah, because they were. I think they played earlier this week. They played the rival, quote unquote rivalry game, rivalry, whatever. Rivalry. Damn. <laughs> we're we're good at things hurting. today. Everything uh, hurts against uh, Ovechkin earlier in the week and stuff. So Blues play Pittsburgh and look, in Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. So this I road feel trip, like they used us as a breather game that they were just like, oh, it's the Blues probably because well, they're just, playing the backup and yeah. stuff. So they're like, okay, maybe you're just playing the backup and. The Blues got on the board first and had a really impressive first period. Yep. Mind you, they, uh, Colton Pareko gets his third of the year. He's starting to – the goals are starting to go in now. He's starting to wake up. Yes. Yes. So that's good. So he had a blast at just a five-hole Matt Murray. Uh, for That's what was from Piranha and um, Peter Angelo at 14-16 uh, uh, power play goal. The very end of a power play, too. And this, get, this goal was awesome going into the second period. Ryan Reeves gets his third of the year. Yeah, that was great. Which great. everybody was, was like, amazing. is that Ryan Reeves or is that somebody else? Because it, it was a power forward movie. Fought off Justin Schultz, who's yes, not the best defenseman, but still. But I mean, Having yeah. a good year. He's actually leads the league in plus minus, believe it or not, right now. He, is, he, he just got so fast. He's just he's so fast now. The, yeah, he, he's he, the fastest like, kid alive. He, know, he in offseason made his regimen from doing his normal, kind of bulking up to yep. be kind of a big, tough guy hitting, fighting. To lean down, thinner, better skating, and well, I think I, that's what's going to keep him in this league and and on this team. Yeah, because that's obviously the direction this team has gone. Yep, he had to change his game in yeah, order. The fourth to line, stick. sadly enough, uh-huh. I would say most games what people talk about, which who is the best line, it's been the fourth line. Mm-hmm. Which, They've been the most consistent. Yeah, can you say that much? Uh, 
They make me want to wear my fourth line banger t-shirt oh, everywhere. Yeah. And they were uh, so Shattenkirk and Bortuzzo got the assist on that one at fifteen forty three. So Shattenkirk, keep padding those stats, please. Yes, you'll get so, us more in return. In the third period, a nice individual effort by Perron, who stole a puck in the corner and hit uh, Scotty Upshaw right in front for his fifth Scotty of the year. Upshaw, my and man. I love when, I love when Upshaw like celebrates. It's, uh-huh. it's like. <laughs> It's like he just scored like the game-winning goal of like Game Seven yeah. of the Olympics. He's so pumped about yeah. everything, like that everything in his entire life revolved around that goal. Yeah, and then every all, and the, and all his it. teammates are just like busting up laughing. So that's a you know that tell he's a very well liked guy on the team. He's a, he's, awesome. a he's a feel good man. He's and a mind you, man. Carter Hutton had a really good game too. Thirty four saves total to he shut did. out the Pittsburgh Penguins, who are the top scoring going into the did not look good Malkin didn't look good like I said I it's almost insulting to think about it. like I really feel like they were just like oh it's just the blues like we can just rest this game like we like I feel like they viewed the game against us like almost as a scrimmage like we'll get out there and go through the motions but we're not gonna how sad is that that the blues have slipped so far that they're now the take a game off team that, that's yeah. what I said I go it's almost insulting to say but I yeah. mean all three of us as actual not just blues fans but hockey fans as a whole like we look at stuff like that and we see that we realize that and we're just like damn like that's where we went. Yeah, it's uh, hurting. Goaltending and everything has just been. They are officially in, still in last place in the league with their over three goals against, and under a ninety say percentage like point eight nine. Somebody's having a fight upstairs. <laughs> so a anyway, party. Uh, so that's like eighty. We're talking about like late eighty stats for goalies there. Then, which is, that's not good for nowadays. When the league average is two point six seven and a point nine one eight. That's like the average for goaltending. Like if you're in, that's like the that's if you're getting that, you're getting average goaltending. So mm. obviously, not getting average goaltending at least. It's just at a all, bummer. Like to see to see where we are in some of these stats. Like you look at it, and the team that we had. In the playoffs last season, it's just you wouldn't think that these two teams were even remotely related. That they're you, not. You wouldn't think that the same that you had even the same handful of players on this team. It's like it's like when you're in high school and your entire varsity like football team graduates, and then the next year you have no seniors on it, yeah. and then they and then they crap the bed. They're not yeah. good. And we we talked about that um, a little bit last week about the fact that just for. Argument's sake, you'd like to see how different this team would be mm-hmm. if we had kept a couple of the free agents. But the problems with this team on ice go far beyond one or two players. I got a couple of things to bring up later. I'm going to go ahead. Though. I mean, you know, it's – as we said, it's not like losing Bacchus, Ott, and Brower. You lost a 40-goal score. I think where you're seeing the difference between these two teams, and again, we, we mentioned this last week, is I don't know what's happening in the locker room. But nothing is changing. And that is the difference that I'm noticing between this year's team and years of the past is, you know, Bacchus was, would be very vocal in the press and then behind closed doors mm-hmm. of let's get this ish figured out and get moving. And it just doesn't seem like from the player's point of view, and again, like you brought it up, when they do interviews, they say all the same things. Yeah. It's nothing it's like really scripted. original. Yeah, it's it's just, very, like I said, we got to work better. We got to apply ourselves. We didn't play our game. We didn't play our game. It's the it's the typical. We just lost a game. Yeah, speech. it's it's all that's what talk. it is. It's but the the excuses are the same, but there's n- no change. no sense of urgency. 
And they have no fire underneath their arsenal. No, none. And it seems like there's like when we lost Bacchus as our captain, and you know, I think I think our new captain, like he's doing an all right job. You know, yeah. it's his first. It's his first. Well, I figured growing pains would happen. It's one of those things where we kind of talked about it going into the season that there'd be growing pains. It's one thing to actually go through growing pains. Yeah, the other thing. We're and like, that, this might be a possibility, and now we're like, uh, everything. Well, it's hurts. one of those things where it's like you're a little losing, but like you're losing close games. And it's just like you're getting blown out consistently, and yeah. that's that's, that's the issue. what's troublesome for me. Yeah, that's and the issue. Five goals against all the time. I don't know, Jason. Do you have, this, <laughs> do you have the the standings in front of you? Uh, yeah, I'm up right now. What? We are in the wild card, three officially. points out of third, but we're only like t- two or three points out of not even being in the playoffs. Correct? You believe so? I'm giving two seconds here, but yeah, go ahead, keep going. But basically, that's what concerns me. Is like there is no sense of urgency among this team. To not just, eh, you know, we're going to keep trying. It's like they it don't out. care if they tip the scale with this. No. Like yeah, they so, don't, they don't mind being on the cusp yeah. of this. So we're going. So today we're recording around five ish on uh, Sunday, right yep. after the All Star game, which we're not going to talk about. It. Boring as hell. Yeah, it's needs, the central need continues to, to suck. Tarasenko got a goal. <laughs> cool. Yeah, we're done. Move on. Ten to th- uh, okay, ten to three. They got blown out. Crawford was awful. Apparently, coming off of a year where it was ten to six. Yeah. So and it was entertaining. That was an entertaining game with John Scott and all that stuff. And this year there was, was at a least a score. Yeah, there was a story. You know, behind this that year there was, was just a bunch reason. of guys getting together, and that was about it. Yeah, it's like they played yeah. pickup. So real quick on, we were talking about the uh, wild card. So the Blues have slipped officially into a wild card spot. Um, so they would technically be playing. San Jose in the first round. And Beautiful. Right so now. my question is, how far back are we of uh, Nashville? Nashville is actually uh, Nashville is at 56 points with the same amount of games played. We are three points back. So we're three points back at third place. Mm-hmm. How far ahead are we of the team that's not in the playoffs right now? One point. Okay, uh, so we're one point away from not being the playoff team. So real quick, uh, I just did not do wins and all that stuff. So games played, Blues, 49, 53 points. Calgary, second wild card, 52 games played, 53 points. And then the LA Kings. LA, 49 games played, 52 points. All right, so you're one point away from being on the outside. Uh, Kings, or excuse me, not Kings. Vancouver, 50 games played, 52 points. Yeah. And the Stars are at 50 points at 50 games played. So you're looking at... Not a larger mayor, and Winnipeg is right there too with fifty-two games. There is no room for points. error at all. You're pretty, and, and we have a ton of road games coming up. This is going to be a grind. It and, is, you know. And I know people. The one thing that it's sort of funny, but it's sort of not, is people go, "Well, thank God of these last thirty-three games, seven of them are against Phoenix and Colorado." Yeah, you better hope. And that's fine. But the way this team is playing right now, it doesn't matter. Those aren't gimme games, exactly. Mm-hmm. This well, team is terrible. And sometimes a team, sorry. To cut no, you off, you're fine. I was going to say, and like, it's not like you can look at the schedule and be like, all right, well, these ones are going to be a win. Yeah, like, we not can, right We now. don't have any certainty with that. And like, at least you know, we used to be able to look at like that and be like, all right, we're in you know a couple weeks slump here, but these next you know five games, three of these are definite wins, and yeah. like we don't we don't have that. Yeah, they pretty much. And sometimes a team that is. Not good. Like, let's say, for example, the two teams we're talking about, Colorado and Arizona, are teams that are going to be sellers at the deadline. Probably the only two teams that are going to be sellers for sure at the deadline. Yeah. Because every other team pretty much in the West is decently in it, obviously. Uh huh. Sometimes with those teams, they play a bunch of young kids. With some, Arizona is already pretty young as it is. And they don't know they're supposed to suck. 
Yeah, they're going to play hard as they can, and that's sometimes the hardest teams to play against. I agree. So that's going to be – it's not – not saying not looking good, but also not looking the best either. But then for the also for them, they look at a struggling Blues team, and they're like, wow, like if we just step up, if we go into this game with our heads clear and we've got mm-hmm. a good practice under our belts before, like we can do this. Yeah, you're gonna find your, points. You're going to find yourself in a situation where you have a Blues team who is going to start playing tight because they're on the bubble – and they're going to be playing teams with really nothing to lose. Yep, that's teams that hurt. aren't good, weren't supposed to be good, so they can go out there and play loose. If they if they lose, they're supposed to lose. Yeah. If they win, oh, good for them. Great. They might have a job next season. Yep. Um. Yeah. Like I don't I don't know if people really understand like how dire the situation is. Like it's it's we're on a, it's on I the, think it's time. Like, it's it was, on the teeter. It's like the next. February is going to dictate a lot. Yeah. Like well, I said, they're on the cusp. It's. I would say the, this week's kind of a wash because of the, the break. All-star. With, they got a couple all-star. games. I would say this week and next week determine whether this team makes a trade for someone to push for the playoffs or whether this team is stockpiles to, draft picks or and young players. Out. Yeah, so there's a lot of rumors going around right now, especially about uh, Kevin Shattenkirk. Gone. Bye. Look, he's. I got into it a little bit with um, a couple of friends over the weekend about what you do with him. And I said, let's be honest. Kevin Shattenkirk is not going to be a St. Louis Blue next October. Nope. I, like I love not him. Gonna, not it has happen. nothing to do with his play. Mm-hmm. That said, I would say this year and even last year's playoffs, he hasn't been the best on defense. Yeah. Um, but the fact is, sure. he's going to command a lot of money. The Blues don't have it. And short of a miracle where the Blues could move either Bowmeister or someone else's Garson, contract. Latera, whoever's making yeah, the dollars. They're much. not going to have the money. If you know you're going to lose him, why not trade him, regardless of if you're a buyer or a seller, and get some asset back for him. That's mm-hmm. I agree. With Even you. if it's draft picks, mm-hmm. yeah, something get something. Yeah, because, because we either right? we either trade him for something or he goes away and we got nothing for it. This at is all. the same franchise that let Wayne Gretzky and Brett Hull walk out the door for nothing. Back as Brower most recently, if you want to go into that, mm-hmm. which last year was Armstrong He's done a couple of interviews yep. and some very interesting comments that he made on TSN this week was. Basically saying, well, I, as much as I want the team to make the playoffs and make a good push, I don't want to barely scoot in an A spot and then bounce in the first round. That's not good asset management. So he basically said he basically will recognize if he thinks this team is not going anywhere. He's not going to do anything about it. He will sell off, and then if they sneak in, great. If they don't sneak in. And that's fine, but I think win, lose, or draw, you have to deal Kevin Shattenkirk. Yeah, yeah, I agree And you got to look around and see who else is there. If there's somebody who, for the taking, per se – Starting also March 1st, Las Vegas can make transactions. Yeah. Dealing with their expansion picks and also draft picks, not like players. Right. So they can say, we'll trade one expansion pick for whatever, you know. Right. So Bye, it, see ya. Throw me a hot dog and I'll take it over Shattenkirk right now. I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> look, and, and I love Shattenkirk and I, I would love him to stay, but the fact is he's not. So when you're in a situation where you know you're going to lose that player. Get something for be him. Be smart and yeah. get something. Get anything. Yeah, so that's Please. pretty much going to happen. We got one last game. We're going to go through real quick. The Blues got destroyed by Minnesota. But whooping. Uh, Carter Hutton was back in that again. Didn't do well. 
Um, first period, it was funny because I was texting with some friends, and it's like, okay, the period wasn't bad, so I'm pretty happy with it. I'm like, isn't it pretty ba- pretty sad that we're happy with an average period so far? Where they they outshot them eleven to eight, so I mean we were ahead in shots, but then the second period hit. Eric Hollow scores twenty three seconds in. Tarasenko bounces back and gets a nice uh, sniper. Great goal. goal. Great goal. Uh, then, unfortunately, about eight minutes later, Tyler Gravotic yep. gets a goal. Miku Koivu follows up. So, out of the second period, you're losing three to one. All right, let's bounce back at an early goal. Maybe we can make something in the third. No. Nope. Neo Nierider <laughs> gets his 15th in the third, a minute 29 in. And then less than a minute later, uh, Michael Granlund seals it with another one. Five to one. The Blues lose. No goals. Uh, they didn't pull the goalie or anything. So it's Yeah, they did. did they? Oh, yeah, they did, did didn't they? They, 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 pulled, against. they put Allen in. And well, I pulled the goalie. I mean, at the end. I mean. Oh, I'm sorry. No, they changed goalies. Allen didn't give up a goal, which small moral victory. I think he needed that. Yeah. So hopefully that's a confidence builder for him because after this break, he's going to be in nets. I don't care yeah, what anybody says. He's going to be in nets. It the the way the Blues performed against Minnesota, that kind of in my head sealed it is that we're not going to get a goalie this year. I really don't. Unless they have some kind of streak the next two weeks. Yeah. But you figure if you have a streak the next two weeks, the goalie's got to be part of it. You would imagine. You know? So that's why I really think like that right unless there. Unless you I start was, winning games 6-4. Yes, unless it's something like an 80s type game score. So uh, let's go into some Blues news to wrap up and at least be semi-positive going into the break. Blues news. Yep. <laughs> Thanks to our uh, our – production department for bringing that out so that's nice you're welcome awesome so uh unfortunately a blues injury going into the last game uh the entire team uh no everything hurts uh, going to the minnesota game uh kyle Brozak has a broken foot right mm-hmm. he's out five weeks so the blues call up uh barbashev i'm barbashev make his nhl debut so let's put him on the fourth line for eight minutes sure that makes sense you know and then they asked hitch after the game so how do you play fine he was fine Thanks, I Hitch. mean, I get it. Where are you going to put him? But still. at the same time, it's like if he's in a top ten scoring in the uh, for Chicago Wolves. Chicago Wolves are the second highest scoring team in the AHL right now. Are poised to have a very. Can we good just bring the entire cup? Chicago Wolves team up right now? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Send the entire Blues just team down. Swap yeah. them. Yeah, I mean they're looking. Everybody's looking good there. Uh, their goaltending is looking good. Copley between Copley, Bennington, and Huso, I mean, they're really good. And that yeah. they're they've been riding that three kind of goaltender. Uh, carousel right Whatever now. Whatever it takes. Yeah, we've heard that before. They, so. have, they have a system. Like, they actually have a system. So. And it's working. So, like, yeah, so if very we could just maybe drop a game plan, maybe. Something. I'd, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, look, Barbashev was fine. It, it is what it is. I would imagine after the break, you're going to see him and probably Megan come back up. One of the two is going to want to come back up. Because uh, Barbashev got sent down right after that because they had a game on Saturday. Yeah. So you figured one of the two is going to come back up. I'd be curious with it being a stretch, depending on how where they're going to use Barbashev, do you just say leave Barbashev in the minors, let Megan come up and let a guy who's been a career AHLer kind of do his thing on the fourth line? He had a goal against – Megan you know, looked more more polished in his game up here. Yeah, so kind of curious to see uh, how that uh, works out. So we had, and it, we had the whole All-Star weekend this weekend and yep. it was it was what it was so they did the nhl's 100 greatest players and i saw a lot of crap about this oh yeah which we're, we can get into it if you guys want um uh, there were around up being 14 former blues selected overall some obviously played very short time with the blues sometimes mm-hmm. played a long time with the blues so um obviously we'll go through the list really quick yeah uh martin broder obviously yeah uh grant fear yeah wayne gretzky heard of him glenn hall <laughs> yep doug harvey yep brett hall Mm-hmm. Yep. Al McKinnis. Yep. Uh, yeah. Dickie Moore. 
Sure. Okay. Uh, Adam Oates. <laughs> that guy. Uh, Jack Plant. Yep. Chris Pronger. Her. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Brendan Shannon. <laughs> the yeah. Bieber killer. Screw him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As you wear in a Janney jersey right now. Uh, Peter Stasny. <laughs> yep. And Scott Stevens. So some guys, very short time to Blues sometimes. A lot of, lot of times to Blues. Um, shouldn't split. Howard Chuck be on that list? He, was, he wasn't selected. I thought he was. Really? Apparently not. Dale Howard Chuck is it on the list? Not on the list. Do you have the whole list in front of you or just the list of the blues uh, that were on one. there? That's the Blitz Blues website. Let me okay. just do a quick little scan here. It's an alphabetical order. Your face, you look so offended. I, I just I, I was thumbing <laughs> through the list and I thought for sure I saw Dale Howard Chuck on the list. Nope. On the H's, it's Glenn Hall, Doug Harvey, Dominic Hoshik, Tim Horton, oh. Gordy Howe, mm. Bobby Hall, Brett Hall. All right. That's it. Uh, the um, ones that kind of got, I would say, some were older, obviously like early on players, but... There are only eight current NHLers. Some, a couple of them I disagree with. The one that sticks out in my head, Duncan, Duncan Keith. Keith. Uh. That was the one. I, I, as much as that, people are like, "Well, Patrick Kane." I'm like, "Listen, man, dude, Patrick Kane's he's great. Fine. He's fine." And same with Sydney. I was one of our friends, Gary. Something about Sydney Crosby, and I was he like, "Absolutely, uh, is dude, the top one is going to be a thousand points this week, probably." So I uh, don't tell you who see else? a big deal. I didn't that. really. Ovechkin was on there as a current player, and that's fine. You know who was on there, and he just went into the Hall of Fame this year. But I still think that his Hall of Fame success, or his Hall of Fame induction, and this list is based more off of team. myth than actual mm-hmm. play, is Eric Lundros. Yes. Mm-hmm. I like hype, Eric Lundros. Hype, hype, you'd say, I guess. But yeah, I think like he said, like the... He got in for the hype machine around... Oh my God, this guy's a monster more than what he really did in the league. Yeah, because he obviously concussions got the best of him. Yeah, to Scott Stevens. But, but uh, he, for for all intents and purpose, aside from his run in Philly, was a journeyman. Yeah, right. He was at the Rangers, Dallas, Dallas, uh, Toronto. In Toronto, pretty sure he was in Toronto. Give me ten seconds. Keep going. Um. Uh. Not in Quebec, though. We know that. Yeah, Quebec. And then Quebec thanks him. Um, but, you know, I, I, from a Blues point of view, to me, the only glaring omission was Bernie Federko. Yeah, that would have been nice to see him. I really thought, like, top 100, I would think Bernie Federko would make that list. With some of the other people that are on that list? Over Duncan Keith. Thank you. And again, like, I'm not saying Duncan Keith because he's a Blackhawk. And and I get that he's a good defenseman, but... Better than Bernie Federko? Absolutely in not. In hockey? Um, I, I, I don't know. And maybe that's just home cooking talking, but Bernie Federko to me seems to be the Hockey Hall of Fame equivalent of Stan Musial, which if you live in St. Louis, you know and adore Stan Musial. Oh, you're right. Toronto Maple Leafs. But if you get outside of the Midwest, there's a lot of people who don't really know who Stan Musial is. Mm. And I feel like Bernie Federko is kind of falling into that same category. Because he said he basically stayed the whole career and he got traded for uh, Adam Oates. But then he retired the next year. He only played he one year. He like, said he, he said yeah. it didn't feel right playing on another no. team. So he just retired. I've got a cocky card of him in a weird yeah, so uniform. Yeah, so it's very odd. So, uh, no, real quick, back to Lindros. He three years with the Rangers, one in Dallas or one in Toronto, one in Dallas. Yeah, so you're right. Um, I don't remember the Toronto one at all. It's weird. I vaguely remember it. So anyway, but, but yeah, so interesting. Yeah, discussion. It, it's a cool list. I think they got it right for the most part. I kind of feel like maybe they forced a couple of current players in. I feel like they tried to appease a little too many people. Any current goaltenders? None. Okay. 
Um, Wait, Allen didn't make the cut? What yeah, are you talking about? <laughs> um, so it's, it was it, a cool it, list. It's a cool list. I mean, it was it was something nice to do for the 100-year anniversary of, the, of uh, NHL. Yep. So another cool thing. Oh, speaking of the uh, NHL 100, I don't know if this is where you were going with it. Possibly. Go ahead. Um, the Mobile Hall of Fame Museum where I was going. is coming to town next week. Yeah, the 3rd through the 5th of February. Um, if you go register early, I think we all I, I Yeah, I went ahead and did that for okay. him on So I think we're going to go Sunday? Sunday? Yes. Think, Sunday. Okay, I think we're all going to go down Sunday and, and hang out. Where the blues one is too, right? So it's you at can Olive. Yeah, it's it's on 1300 Olive Street, according to the uh, graphic here. Cool. So um, we're going to head down there, and they're basically going to have a museum that's really cool about like a bunch of artifacts from the game, a bunch of little games you can play for probably the kids and stuff. The fun. cool thing that I really look forward to is I got this, and I don't have it out anymore because I look really small, um, believe it or not. The cup. <laughs> the, the, the cup when it was the 95 draft, they had it at Union Station, and uh, my mom took me down there, and I got a picture it's when they, it's when they just unveiled the new jersey too, like the, yeah. one the red stripes. So they had one there, and you could put it on. And luckily, they had one that fit me. And it I was swear, awesome. if I see a bunch of people kissing that damn, you thing, can't touch it. You can't can touch you? it anymore. Yeah, Thank they, goodness. Because when I did it, they're like stand next to it, and one guy is like, "Can I pick it up?" And they're like, "Nope." Well, why would you even think that that was a they possibility? Want, they want to pick it up and like do the, like kiss it like that, and they're just like, "No." And the best you can do is put your like you can put your arm around it. Not like hugging right. it, but like on well, the table. And for any like, future NHLers out there, remember the myth. Don't touch, don't touch it, it before it. you win it. Oh, so. Do yeah. not touch that cup or else you are cursing yourself. Side note, just because it just came popped in my head as we uh, talked about it. So did you see the news story about uh, Brock Lesnar and the Winnipeg Jets? No. So, oh, my gosh. Yes. This is hilarious. Please tell, tell us. So Lesnar was invited to the game for <laughs> Some game in the last week or two. Okay. It was last uh, week, yeah. Yeah, so he, uh, they invited him into the locker room. He stood on the crest? So they, oh. like, one guy basically let him onto the crest, and then all the players like, Walked whoa, Walked right whoa, across whoa. it. Like, said a bunch of stuff to him. And he then, was like, oh, he baited me. He yeah. led me you know right what? to it. It's also Brock Lesnar. I'm not going to say anything to this. I also, <laughs> I also think that if you're going to have someone in. Rope it off. Either rope it off or make sure that, like. He knows. They know. Yeah. Because if you're not a big hockey fan, you wouldn't know. Exactly. That's a, that's a locker room thing. Like. the very famous picture of Justin Bieber standing in the, the United the, Center locker room. On top of the Right in the Hawks. middle standing of it. on the Blackhawk. Taking a picture of the Touching cup. the Stanley Cup, yeah. which yeah. are two forbidden things if, you know, if you're a hockey fan. Yeah. Oh, I can't stand him. Um, I had a chance um, to go to a party with the Stanley Cup once, and I didn't do it strictly because it was a Chicago Blackhawks cup. I had, I was um friends with somebody on the Bruins when uh they when the when they won it and uh, we went to an after party it was up in Boston and um everybody of course are passing around drinking out of it and all that stuff and then you have me with this I went and specifically bought one of those big spiral straws so every time I drank out of it I didn't touch it. Now, I was just too scared. Awesome. <laughs> if and when the Blues win it I will totally drink out of it. Mm. Um, I do know that the party that I didn't go to, somebody made a jello mold out of the bowl. That's awesome. I would do, awesome. I would do that and then just keep it forever. Yep. Um, but yeah, like I think we need to get a group picture with the, uh, that's cup, the plan. And Absolutely. We should all be wearing different era blues jerseys. I am so down for that. That's fine. I can wear the winter classic one. Okay. 
Yeah, no, you you guys have more, I think, variety than. Oh I my do. god, I've got, I've got like, everything except for the one that says blues on it. Yeah, so I think you you would be the easy one to fix. Then you, yep. you and Ash can figure yeah. out which one. You... Yeah, we'll we'll debate we'll debate yeah. on which one. So it we... should be good. Because so I want times. it to be like I mean, you should wear the one, the one, the one that's on loan right now. Yeah, the one. My dress. Your dress. My blues dress. Oh, you know what? Actually, no. Wear one that fits you. We'll just hold that one up in the background. That's a good idea. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Or if they let us do two pictures, you know, you never know. We'll see how hot crowded it is that day because we pre-registered. So head on down there. It should be a fun thing. It's traveling around the country right now, and yep. it's the Blues stop. So that should be fun. There's just going to be a ton of really awesome stuff to see. If you're a hockey fan, you're going to go there, and you're going to yeah. appreciate every single thing that they've got. Yeah. Agreed. So um, then real quick for Blues games and, uh, this week, they play at, uh, at home two games. Man, I hope not. they show up. Yeah, that's true. Go on pl- Thursday. I'll say they play at uh, the Toronto game, which is... Uh, Bobby Flager Bobby Flager night. night He's retiring in Jersey So that should be An awesome night You did see they moved The time correct Yes Okay so the time For and that night is 8 like o'clock In the past you get One of those awesome uh, Door hangers that looks Just like the banner They're raising mm-hmm. Oh wait no you Wait don't. you're not Really Yeah they're giving you Like a poster, poster. Yeah I know it's BS. What on earth? Yeah, it's little uh, with all of the other giveaways they have for random ass games, and then they don't have something cool for that. Yeah, a little bougie. Yeah, yeah that's. Kinda... I've got the Al McGinnis one and the Brett Hall one somewhere. They're somewhere around. Yeah, I should think they're in a pile. Actually, to my right, right. Oh, here. and for anybody listening, if you ever have any Al McGinnis anything you do not want, I need it. There you go. All right, hit her up at Ashley Ryan. There you go. And then so Blues games they play at home for all three games. Believe it or not. Um, like we said, Thursday is they play the Maple Leafs, and that's Bobby Plager's night. Winnipeg on Tuesday, and then we skip around to Saturday. They're completely out of order. Uh, they play Pittsburgh. is coming to St. Louis. So, boy, you better win for Bobby Plager. Inter- yeah, because anytime right? Jersey retirement night, you get your dicks kicked, kicked in. Because I was at Red Hall night. Red Hall ten to one. Oh my it was god, like, was it six nothing. That like game? six nothing to oh, the yeah. Wings. I remember I bought tickets that game because the year after I because uh, I was there for Al McKenna's night because I worked there. Yeah, and they got destroyed that night. And then the next year was it. Hall's retirement, and then they got destroyed by Detroit. <laughs> Just bashed in. Yeah, Everybody so. knock on wood. Uh, yep. So break the curse. We'll see how things Please. go. So, all right, we'll come right back with our break, and we'll give you the Blues Hall of Shame pick. Sass. For real though. Okay, I did start at that time. So we're oh, did he? Yeah, why don't you catch that one? I can see your underwears, girl. Oh, there you go. So Chris watching his. Uh, uh, oh, we're recording. We're, oh yeah, we're recording. Oh. Sorry, yeah, dinger. Jeez. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I was being hypnotized. So coming out, Britney Spears' ass. So coming He's out drooling. of our Hall of Fame music, you Chris talking about Britney Spears' ass. Yeah, Fantastic. and talking about how badly he wanted to chop off his leg for. Her. Yep. Both I want to do stuff and things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so it was all a shame nominee, which kind of appropriate now since the Blues are not playing well. well playing shameful, uh, I guess. Can we go so. ahead and foreshadow that you and I made an executive decision during the last game? If this team finishes outside the playoffs, immediate induction into the Hall of Shame. Yep, I think that's going to have to happen. Absolutely. So, so we did a poll online. Yep. And thank you for your input. We probably wound up actually going with that nominee. So I have another defenseman going in. Yep, the three of us so got So now together. we got our top uh-huh. pairing defenseman. And we got oh. Eric, we have Eric Brewer on the, on, the, <laughs> on the left, and on the right is 
Your boy. Not my boy's boy, but I don't know. Oh. Eric nope. Johnson is... Denied. Uh, yeah, he is a... He's a pile he's of there. work. Yeah, what so, a blue line of shit. Yeah, so let's go with... Uh, I'll just do everybody that we have right now on our uh, <laughs> Blues Hall of Shame team. League. So we have our players wing is Eric Brewer, Patrick Aleem, and Paul Correa. <laughs> what is Paul Correa? Uh, Paul Correa is a soft bitch. Get score for shit. Yeah. Uh, good story. And then coach management wing is Mike Keenan. And we actually do have a team wing. Yes, we do. And we might have another team the way we're going. Yeah. The 99-2000 St. Louis Blues who checked on it. Yeah. The best, technically best team ever in the Blues And then history. they died. And then they didn't make the first round. So that's our nominees for this week. Or not nominees, but that's all our guys in the actual Hall of Shame. And then Eric Johnson is joining to have our top pairing defensive, Yay. Eric Johnson and Eric Brewer. Hooray. Actually, I, did they actually play together? They actually probably played together. I'm sure they did. God, yeah. girlfriends so. out there. Oh, man. Shiza. Those so, are Eric, bad, I want to vomit at the thought. Years. So he wound up... Uh, oh, I hope we're not heading back towards that. I don't need that. Just think about it, though. Before we get into what Eric Johnson accomplished, and that's in air quotes as a blue, think about the fact that if the St. Louis Blues had bottomed out the year before... Or the year after, we would have Jason, if we had bottomed out the year before. Sidney Crosby, right? The year after? Patrick Kane. Correct. Yeah. But in true Blues fashion, we get Eric, Eric Johnson. Johnson. So if you look at it, so some, let's go some stuff over. I won't go every little thing about Eric Johnson, but interesting, which I did not know this. First American-born defenseman to be selected first overall without having played Canadian major junior or collegiate hockey yet. So that's, yeah, because he got drafted out of high school and then yeah. went to Minnesota. Minnesota. Because Correct. he was so good. Correct. See, tall. Committed to <laughs> Minnesota. I'm uh, crying. He's the first, first Minnesota Golden Gopher ever taken number one overall. That was a terribly weak draft. It was. Well, Taves. Yeah. Which, again, Castle. we'll get into that at a later date, but the fact that you had T.J. Oshie in your system and did not draft his line mate, Jonathan Taves. Yeah, because T.J. Oshie was the year before that. Ridiculous. Yep. I didn't get it either. So, he uh, his freshman campaign at Minnesota, he was a top defensive role and accumulated four goals and 24 points in 41 contests and was an all-rookie which WCAA. is not bad for collegiate hockey. So everybody's like, yay. And then he signed a three-year entry deal on April 20th, 2007. So right after the game, season ended, there's Eric Johnson. Yep. Scored his first goal against LA Kings. A goalie who's actually still playing. Jonathan Quick? Oh, close. Jonathan Bernier. Ah. It was the game-winning goal, too, if you care. And then proceeded to crash a golf cart. Yeah, so that was the that was the awesome part. So... I was at the pre. I was at the uh, preseason game when that happened. Not happened, but they announced it. Yeah, you know, they played the stars. I mean, my friend Mike got free tickets for something, and we were there. And then they announced like, "Oh, and he is out <laughs> for the year." Out for like, the year, fantastic. And he basically so he missed all the oh eight oh nine season with a uh, torn knee. Supposedly, how we're not bad, saying how bad was that. Though? We're not saying underage drinking, but we're saying underage, underage drinking. Exactly. Pretty much, pretty much. Legacy, I think, later came out and kind of like alluded to it yeah. in later interviews. But that was at the Blues fourteen fund charity tournament. Yeah, they, they, no, it wasn't actually. It was like the players got together to do a little camaraderie. Oh, was thing. that what it was? Yeah, it wasn't even that because it was down like it wasn't the normal one. It was like the Blues went, I think, to like Ozarks or something like that, and it happened down there. Sweet. So I want to beat him up. Still to this day, I want to beat him up. Believe it or not, he – so the best – I would say the best trade under probably 
I would say it's easily the best trade under Armstrong Strong. So on August 2nd, 2010, uh, take it back. That's when he signed to be a free agent, a restricted free agent, two years, $5.2 million contract to yep. start. And then it set up this on February 19th, 2011. During the, this was the, the like two days in a row where he yeah. traded like late at night, traded Brad Boys the next day, within a to day Buffalo. or two to Buffalo for a second round pick. And then he also traded uh, this trade where he sent Johnson along with Jay McClement and a conditional first rounder uh, in exchange for Chris Stewart, Kevin Shattenkirk, a conditional second round pick who was Ty Ratty. Yep. And so I had the best pass we trade because their draft pick didn't work out either. Yeah. They trade Duncan Simons, who still hasn't played. In the NHL. What's amazing to me. And he was like a – it was because it only worked out if the Blues did not have a top 10 pick. And where did the Blues finish? 11, right? Correct. Yeah. They barely. Wow. They actually were in the top 10, and then they went on that streak after they acquired Stewart and Shattenkirk. Yeah. Got out of the top 10, so that condition happened. Then Ratty was actually supposed to be a first-rounder because a lot of people liked him. But his size and his skating ability, you know, they questioned that. And weird. Weird. Good thing he outgrew that. Oh wait! Yep. So, <laughs> so that wound up actually happening. So the most amazing thing of that trade was that Shattenkirk was the throw-in. Yeah, at the time because they're like, oh, we have too. At the time, they're like, we have too many right-handed defensemen. And Shattenkirk was also because they had Tyson like, Berry in the system, I believe. Yes, and this was right in the middle of Shattenkirk being a dark horse Calder Trophy pick. Next, he had a ton of points. Going yeah, here, yeah. Um, because if if you remember, um, Chris Stewart was a Blues killer on Colorado. Correct. Every game was like two, two goals from Stewart every time we'd play Colorado. Yeah. So I'm trying to look at some other stuff. So in 2012, he signed a four year, fifteen million dollar extension with the Avalanche, and immediately started disappointing fans there. Well, too. he made the All Star game in 2015. Apparently, at the time, his selection because was leading somebody all, from Colorado had to. He was leading all defensemen in goal scoring, technically goal scoring, not in scoring, goal scoring. Right. So, and believe it, international play, he did play on the the under 18 World Championships when he was 23. Yeah, and then they uh, did he get the gold medal. He won 23, 17. <laughs> Uh, let's see another one. Why he, are we he, so mean? He was selected. Because he's terrible. <laughs> Believe that he was terrible. selected. He said to the senior U.S. team, which was interesting. Uh, for the 2010 Winter Olympics in Vancouver, and they got a that amazing game. That's when he was at his like peak, I think, for the Blues. That was pretty much the yeah, because well, it was him and Bacchus from the Blues, right? Yes, and I think Oshi was not selected as no. Oshi's first Olympics was Sochi. Yeah. So basically, career stats. Um, Unfortunately, they mixed them all together. How, why do you do this, Wikipedia? Why do you do this to me? Why do you do this? Uh, let's see. So basically, overall, he has 59 goals, 161 assists, or 220 points in 529 games. What's his career plus minus? They don't have it on there. I want to say it's bad. Yeah. And in playoffs, he's played, he's played one playoff series for Colorado in 2013-14. Seven games, one goal, one assist. That's Was it. he not on the Blues team that got swept by? We traded him. I think that's we traded him that year and went on that the year after we went on that run. Okay. Yeah. So he wasn't on the team that got swept by Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So he was on the young. Believe it not, when they had the young stars game. Believe it not, in two thousand eight. Yeah. And the NHL All Star in two thousand fifteen. That's the only kind of uh, he's really happened. So anyway, you suck, Eric Johnson, and pretty Indeed. much welcome, welcome to the hall. Yeah, we pretty I'd like mu- to headbutt you in the mouth. No, there we go. There we go. Intrigue. I'd like to knee you in the junk. Yeah, I'd like to cut off his leg and give it to Britney Spears for you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if she'll accept yeah. that as payment, yeah, that's, that's weird. She starts like that as and payment, and then you have both your legs. It's true. I can get more leverage. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so uh, we'll wrap it up here. So, like we said, we had the three games this week. 
Um, and then, you know, we'll go from there. Optimistic? Hopefully. Pessimistic? I feel like I'm just like our team right now. I'm just there. I don't. I'm like, I'm yeah. On. I, I say the next two weeks. I was. I would say by the time we get reach October. Let's see what time is that? The nineteenth. The nineteenth, eighteenth. Excuse me. That's a Saturday. I would say depending on that, where they're at there, that's where they're going to have a big decision to make. I agree. Mm-hmm. They got God two weeks you, to show what they have. Basically, I'm a diehard fan, and I'm finding myself completely ambivalent to wanting to. Watch I didn't even games. watch the Minnesota game, which I was just. This is the first bear. season ever I have turned a game off, I'll and I've done that. Off, I know, yeah. but I've done that like four times, and this is the. F- and anybody that knows me knows I'm not. I don't care if we're losing ten to nothing, but if if we're at least playing decent while we're losing, I'm yeah. all right with that. But when you go, when you just play like crap, crap. just bad. Yeah, Did you so, see my tweet yeah. about what I, I compared the Blues to? So what's uh, January is celebrating? Celebrating five goals against the Blues month? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's every game. So You get a goal. You get a goal. And, you uh, get a goal. As Oprah. I said, the last couple weeks, actually this last month, watching the Blues has elicited the same gut reaction out of me that watching Two Girls, One Cup did. Yeah. Ah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. Centipede. Same Ugh. thing. Yuck. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll wrap, oh yeah, we're going away. We'll wrap up on that note. So, yeah. <laughs> if you want to get a hold of us on Twitter at Blues Hockey NHL, Chris at Hossapalooza, Ashley at Ashley Ryan, and then on the Facebooks uh, Blues Hockey Podcast. Uh, hopefully, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to start being doing some more live stuff on there yep. between the three of us. Yeah, I need to. I need to start watching the first period with these rowdy people again. Yeah, we'll start doing that again. Let's do something. Yeah. Something, man. And then the blue. Then uh, on Twitter, we we're gonna together. do some stuff too, like live tweet a game. Yep. We are going to eventually. We this need month, to all get together. We can all get together and cry. Yeah, yeah exactly. we're going to. My February is pretty open, like I said, for me. So we got the eleventh wound up being canceled for us. Yep. So we Pro Olympics are moved. Yeah. So we can wind up moving that around. So we'll figure out a date and make it. Uh, and we'll let you guys know. Okay, and then also blueshockeypodcast.net. Uh, I figure anything else? Nope, that's about it. And so we also got minor confirmation today, at least, that we'll have some guests in for yeah. the trade deadline. Yep. Uh, working on a couple more guys. The guy, Brad from St. Louis Game Time, cool. hopefully will be in, uh, at least do something either with us here or just I'll have to do it in between. Eric Johnson's coming in. Yeah, Eric Johnson. <laughs> Paul Correa's going to hang out. Yep. I would love to tell that story. I like write to him. I Waiting on a that. phone call back uh, from Keenan. I, I would gladly tell the Paul Korea story. The Paul Korea would be amazing. So, well, we'll see how things go. I know it's kind of one of those things where you want to be like peppy and hey, hey we'll catch it's you. It's hard to next be positive, week. but we're, we're, we'll try. I'm we'll catch you guys at the microphone. Week. Bye. Oh, you know podcast. what? Here's what we'll here's what we'll do for this week. Tweet us reasons to be optimistic about this team. Yep, any of us. So you would just get our Twitter handles. Go ahead and just say hey. What should we? Unfortunately, Twitter's pretty just along we are. At least the people I follow, pretty right. pessimistic slash whatever. Uh, Mine's int- pretty all over the place. Yeah, look at. Uh, I would encourage everybody to also check out the St. Louis Game Time. Yeah, uh, because interesting article this week, which we didn't really talk about. Which it's kind of unconfirmed, but they kind of go over reasons why I think Alexander Steen and Hitchcock are having a feud that's tearing apart the locker room. Ooh. Yeah, I read that. It's a really good read. Yeah, really? It's, it's just, it just kind of like it's a lot of assumptions, it. mind you. Of course, but. Obviously, Steen's struggling this year, and he has a lot of valid reasons. So, I give him props for that. So, I'm pretty interesting to see different uh, opinions. I hope he out beats there. up Hitchcock. Well, if he keeps up, Hitchcock ain't gonna be around much longer. Anyway. Hitchcock's right. gonna be around for two more wins at this point. Yeah, he's one more to tie Al Arbor for number three, and then <sighs> obviously two the full head. So, All right, guys, you're depressing me. All right, we got <laughs> important things to do tonight. Rumble time, Royal Rumble time. 
I'm going to win. Anybody but Robin Reigns tonight. Oh, man. It's going to be interesting. So, I know we'll talk to you guys later.